Well, it's a dynamic duo, we'll be back again. Nothing back with DJ, you better pack it in. You're lacking sense. Trying to tangle with us, scoop up a big black booties in the back of the bus to smack you. You're stealing your lunch, money to search. Ready to feel like just a touch. Only by the end of the day, that's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man to be. Mind, mind, I'm not sure why that was any fucking different to the last 10 times I tried it, but... Uh, Look, it, it would be the Bulls podcast if it didn't take 15 attempts to, to, to connect to the fucking internet for no reason that makes any fucking sense whatsoever. You should go back to that Microsoft technology. I hear they're an up-and-coming young company. Yeah, they should do it. They go really well. <laughs> Unless they didn't change their name to Meta. <laughs> Munta. Fucking idiots. No, I mean, it doesn't matter what they do. I mean, what did Google change their name to? Alphabet? Oh, did they? Okay. Umbrella Corporation? Some, some dumb shit, anyway. <laughs> Balls Podcast 302. Um, so, uh, we've lost Bezo for the week because uh, he's he's off uh, backgrounding against his rivals for the Barcelona and Man United posts. He's making sure there's lots of shitty stories in the, in the press <laughs> about their personal habits and their um, uh, Swiss bank balances and, and stuff that's been leaked to the Panama Papers. Uh, it's either that or he just can't face the idea of coming on a podcast in the same week that Russell Westbrook won a basketball game for the LA Lakers. Yeah, it was pretty good, really. Yeah. He then proceeded to lose a basketball game for the LA Lakers the day after, but you can't have everything. Back-to-backs and all that sort of stuff, you know? Well, he, he no. did get a quadruple-double. Unfortunately, <laughs> one, one of the doubles was turnovers. but And and even and even two tees and... He just had he, had, he had a fun day. He had a yeah. big day out. There were two T's in Westbrook that day, and that's right. West, West, Brook. But I'd just like to say, at the to revisit my words from a couple of weeks ago, I had I had my doubts, and I'm just going to say, fuck you, LeBron. I hated Space Jam, and I hate you now for being injured because I knew you were going to get injured. Jesus, like Space Jam two though. I mean, you can't hate Space yeah. Jam. I mean, you can't blame no, LeBron for how bad Space Jam 1 I was. love Space Jam. Space Jam, Jam was I, shit. I mean, let's, no, let's be real. I love Space the Jam. Space Jam was fantastic. It's great. It was for, it, it was for small children and you were a small child. But and it, I still it, watch it on Foxtel repeatedly because I love Looney Tunes. And somehow LeBron made Looney Tunes not that fun. Took itself very, very seriously. That one did. I don't think he wrote it. But he probably bankrolled quite a significant part of it, I would say. No, I, th- I think it's probably more likely that that them bankrolling that was how they get around, you know, how, how little they're paying him under the salary cap. Yes. Well, it was dreadful, and so were the Lakers. Yes, the Lakers are. Um, well, <laughs> basically, the the story of of this season has been how the chalk picks have have been a graping handful of dog shit. The uh, well, th- just yesterday, the uh, the Lakers lost, the Nets lost. The Bucks lost. Um, pretty much everybody who you'd expect to, to, to win lost, and everybody you'd expect to, to lose won, which is rude. Which is not very much really- fun if you're me. Although, if you're well, if you're some other guy called Beasley, you aren't that far ahead of me, I noticed. That's quite interesting because you're only uh, – uh, this is the closest to not losing that you've been in an extremely long time. You're only a point off Beasley. and I, think I, I was actually like- – when I looked a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, I'm only – Three points back from the lead and two point, and then I looked again tonight and went, "Oh shit, yeah, I have yeah, like what? all the all the bad teams: thirteenth, eleventh, ninth, eleventh, thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Yeah, I've I'm, just I just look, just look for the results, and what I've got is Beasley winning. But what I've found is this, that it's actually last year's competition, which is of no use to anybody. Uh, it was um yeah my Let my me try bottom, that again. My bottom six teams are eleventh in the east, ninth in the west, eleventh in the west, thirteenth in the west, fourteenth in the east. Yes, but in the east. and somehow I'm not. Who is who is first in the east? Let's start there. Your favorite New York Knickerbockers, the, the team that we've always been. We've uh, been very, very we've up been on them, I thought. As positive as we could be about any the most the most decisions. Recruitment yes, decisions the, 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 have been excellent. We are the Knicks. We are the most are. Uh, Knicks positive uh podcast in all of Australasia. Bing fucking bong uh and all that kind of stuff. But uh and I should point out your New York Knickerbockers. Yeah, oh yeah, I knew four I, and one. I knew they'd be good. Don't you worry about them. Don't you worry about that, Sunshine. I yes. um I've got a receipt for that tractor. 
and my yes. Chicago Bulls uh, four and one as well, uh, which is and even as are, are my Charlotte Hornets, predicted by absolutely fucking nobody, and Bezos Washington Wizards. Yeah, that one's just weird. Frankly, but- what the shivering fuck is happening in the Eastern Conference? New York, Charlotte, Washington, and Chicago are we, not we, the teams that we are still in the death throes of um, small sample size theatre here. But it's it's much more fun yes. than it was last week. Small sample size matinee theatre. The Cleveland Cavaliers are three and two for God's sakes. I mean, what what the hell? Like Brooklyn Nets are twelfth in the East at two and three, but. You know, I'm beaten games, yesterday in, by Miami. Um, in two games' time, they'll be four and three, and probably will they though? One, no, yeah. Here's knows? the thing: when Brooklyn had a big three, then you'd go, okay, well, they only need two of that big three to, to win stuff. The problem is that they're probably a big one at the moment because James Harden is playing like shit. Well, it's almost big. as though the rules that were drawn up in order to stop him playing like a, a basically a, a flopping, inflatable, wacky waving guy outside a fucking car dealership actually worked to stop him playing like that. And now he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And Trey Young, meantime, is going, no, it's cool. I can I can do this shit. Like, it's it's you know, it's yeah. not ideal, but I'll I'll deal with it. The Hawks are three and two, got beaten by somebody that they really shouldn't have again. Um, who was that? I was watching that game too. Fuck, I should know this. Uh, at least it wasn't Boston. Fuck Boston. No. Ha ha. Boston aren't going that well. Washington. Oh, it was, it was the Wizards. It was the, the Wizards, Wizards that beat them. Yeah, the, that's a that's so a division why, match. Why are Washington doing so well? It's just, <sighs> I guess they've Brad, Bradley Beal and Mondre Harrell, and yeah. Well, the thing go. about the the thing about Wizards, you can say again against the teams that people would have compared them to, uh, is that the Wizards have a bunch of old dudes, and at mm. least you're going to get consistency and you're going to get uh, a certain level of background play. And you've got Brad Beal. Speaking of consistency, like uh, here's here's a scorecard. Here's a box score you won't see much. You've got four of them in the 20 20 points. 21 for Corwell, 21 for Kuzma, 25 for Harrell, and 27 for Beal. I mean, if you're starting – four of your starting five are scoring 20 points, you should be winning more games than you lose, surely. Well, uh, there was the old uh, Clippers announcer, um, Lawler. Gotten his first name, Jerry. Um, he used to have a, a, a rule. They used to call it Lawless Law, which is the first team to one hundred wins, and he's it's right more often than it's not. Mm. Uh, and if you can get a hundred points faster than the other team, you're probably going to win the game. Can they keep it up? This is the question. Probably not. I mean, most of these teams aren't going to be able to keep it up. But um, I mean, the, the the hot start for Chicago they were they were four and zero at the start of the at the you know twelve hours ago. Yeah, everyone was talking about how great the Bulls were, but. They'd effectively not really played anyone. They'd played Detroit twice, and Detroit is still the only winless team in the entire association. And they got beat by the Knicks, just. In the next in the next three weeks, they've got about a dozen games. The Knicks are probably the easiest team they're going to face because they've, they've got, you know, pretty much all of the worst. They go on a big a big road trip. They're going to face all the really tough teams in the West, you know, the Utahs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and that's if, – if Chicago come out of that and they're still – Somewhere in the top half of the, of the comp, that'll be an achievement. I'll, but that, this I'll will probably there. really be a test for them. They do look okay, though. Like, I mean, they're, they're they playing. They look great. Yeah. They really look good on defense. Like, they have, like, the fourth or fifth best defense uh, in in the whole league. But, again, that's because they're, you know, some of the teams they've been playing, there's small sample oh. size there that we so love, uh, are fucking terrible teams that, that, you know, couldn't hit a cow's ass with a badger. Or play basketball particularly well. And for all the troubles in the world, Philly is still three and two. I mean, it's it's not the worst start to a year for what could be a really bad start to the year. Yeah. But, you know, Embiid again today with, what was it, 30? Yeah, with 30. In the only 31 minutes, though, but I mean, eight of 19. I, I, the other day, there was something we, I saw something where he had like one field goal and like 10 free throws or something like that. I guess that's his, still his game, but... I just, but know. the thing is that, that what that means is that every time he gets anywhere near the paint, they just foul the shit out of him, and that's that's what kind of worries you about it. I mean, as you said, it was only it was only in about thirty minutes, and you think, well, well, he's he's not playing ridiculous minutes, but I guarantee that those are thirty hard fucking minutes. Mm, I guarantee he's you know incredible usage numbers, and he's getting the shit fouled out of him in the post, and he never gets any calls because he's a big unit. Yeah, I mean, and apparently he's playing through an injury as well. He's got yeah. some kind of rotator cuff injury that he's. He's playing through, or at least the story has been backgrounded that he's yeah, playing. Yeah, I was going to say, of course, everyone's got something wrong, wrong with them. But yeah, Danny, Danny Green with twenty nine minutes and no points, not from five. Thank you for coming. But plus nineteen on the floor, apparently. 
someone was doing something while he was there, but uh. mm. <laughs> he, he had he had useful friends. That's always yeah. that's always good. So yeah. the Eastern Conference is currently the Knicks, the Charlottes, which is tremendous for Charlotte. I mean, that's 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 really Bad good. Boy. I mean, and they have Jordan, actually played is, some is good. Jordan's teams. still their boss. Like, does he still? Yeah, he's still the owner. That makes me less like like them le- slightly less. But oh well, well the thing is that the, owning Charlotte and and Charlotte having been fucking awful the entire time he's owned them has mm. kind of humanized them. I mean he he presided over them. I think he was. I don't know if he was still the owner when they won. And I say this in in, um, in, in, in uh, as H.G. Nelson would say, I use this term advisedly when they won the the, the worst record in the history of the NBA. Um, <laughs> In the the lockout shortened season of of 2011-2012, they went seven and fifty nine. Seven wins in a seven season is still the lowest number that's ever been scored. Uh, there was a um, Sixers team in the seventies that went nine and seventy three, uh, and that that looks like the number that uh, Detroit and uh, OKC are going to be chasing after this year. Although but OKC got a fantastic win. Mm, um, the Lakers, 26 points. They, they, I looked at that box score of that game yeah. and just went, what on earth happened there? They were down like 41-19 after the first yeah. quarter and LeBron was was even out of the stadium. Even though he was injured, he just left the game said, no, yeah, I don't have to be here. I've got yeah. movies to drive out. Go to the pub, that's right. Uh, and then, yeah, and I'd like to, you know, if you believe the Australian NBA, Australian sports media, Josh Giddy went, went ballistic and no, he didn't, but Sean I mean, no, he kind of did. Yeah, he played really well. He's he got um, he got twenty and a whole bunch of a whole bunch of assists, and he's been um, there's been lots of like the thing is, is it, when you hear American podcasts say, "God, Lord, Josh Giddy is much much better than I thought he would be." Giddy over um, Giddy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's uh, he's been tremendous on it on it terrible fucking team full of kids who have no idea what they're doing, which is exactly what you'd expect. And, and amazingly enough, I saw footage the other night when they got their ass handed to them by somebody or another again, which is pretty much everybody apart from the Lakers. Um, well, but the, the crowd- first couple of games, they they strung to get – they had like two three losses of 30 points in yeah. a row, I think. It but was their crowd horrific. still sort of stood up and, you know, applauded them off the court and, you know, go you. I think, I think they know. But, you well, know, it's nice uh, well, to see them, you know, at least, you know – be there for them earlier, I guess. It's going to be a long season for them again, but yeah. You know, but maybe there's a bit of hope. You know, they look at this kid who is still as green as shit. Like you know, and I think yeah. the coach said pretty much that. But he, yeah, he's he just moves really. Well. You know, he, he looks like the best parts of a lot of players. You know, the way he moves through the paint and he obviously rebounds well. He passes really well. He's tremendous distributor and, yeah. and can get his own shot. He's, he can do a lot of things that Ben Simmons can't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, the Sixers need to trade for him immediately. <laughs> yes, well, maybe we should have played him in the Olympics instead of Delhi. Yeah, reckon. Mm. Like him, <laughs> maybe if we had have had Giddy off the bench and played Thibel or Exum and told. Uh, Delhi to be special person in charge of kneeing people or something like oh, well, that. What do they call that job at the, the Olympic team? The chef de mission. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, it's it's a media shit, and you know, rock people up when they when they break curfew. Yeah, no, I mean, Delhi would be good at that. He would just go your ankles if if you turn up late. Because you have to think on this sort of form, he would have been at least better than what because Delhi was terrible. I mean, he's an embarrassment almost. Yeah. Like this, you know. This guy's barely NBL level. Look, I'm sure he'll probably come back and carve the shit out of the NBL because he kind of, you know, his reputation might precede him. But then again, maybe it won't. If he, you know, he hasn't got a shot, a jump shot anymore. What's he going to do besides yeah, injure people? Pace is slower in the NBL. Although yeah. the NBL clearly, if, I mean, Josh Giddy carved up the NBL last year. Mm. Um, Lamelo Ball's performance the year before when he was good, but not not the yeah. greatest player in the world when he played in the NBL the year before last. I mean, you could tell he had he had a lot of stuff going for him, but he certainly yeah. it wasn't like he dominated the league. It certainly, and then, it he, certainly go, and then he goes to the well. actual NBA and plays incredibly well, and and is was I think I think second in rookie of the year. Mm. If he didn't win it, I can't remember. But he's, he's but, looking very good for for rookie of the year, like early. I mean, it's a long way out, you know. But he is, although I'm trying to think else who will be in that class. Uh, it'll be Jalen Green. In, it'll be Jalen Suggs. It'll be Cade Cunningham in just Detroit. Just some guy called Jalen, basically. It's it basically all the Jalens. Well, there was a game, basically the the Toronto the um the Rockets Celtics game 
was uh, a, No Dunks, uh, one of the basketball podcasts I listened to. Basically, it's three Canadians, uh, an American and an Australian, um, described it as the, as the Jalen Compost game because it was the Jalen Brown versus Jalen Green. And with compost, you've got to separate your browns and your greens, and it's really important <laughs> of course you do. to do that. Uh, Otherwise, your compost heat doesn't work very well. Now I have an hour commute each way. So uh, I have been uh, going over our back catalogs, strangely enough, and I just refuse to listen to Will Anderson. I love Will Anderson, but I find it a little preachy. But anyway. Well, philosophy is um, is generally just just whoever needs to sell a book that week. Yeah, but, that's uh, right. It's and and Tofop I've been listening to for years, but I do skip probably one every three weeks just because – it becomes, you know, it's even more self-indulgent than Bezo and I talking about, you know, the glory days of, of the alley and, and going to that, that time we all went to live in when it was 40 it, degrees. It, it feels in authentic, 2000. Though, mostly because I know exactly what you're talking about. But, yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> the and, target and, audience. And he can still hear the you know, the beats at, um, what's that station he always talks about, in back of Brisbane or whatever it's called? Not Annalee or, is it Annalee? No. I can't remember. It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty awful suburb in Brisbane, anyway. That that doesn't but narrow it down, down to a lot. all of them. <laughs> Basically, anything outside of five k radius of the city. Um, and of course, you know, we're talking about Aussies and end of year awards. Looks like one Aussie is going to have his grass cut uh, because the probably the, the best player on how well they're playing as opposed to their potential at the nets is um, Paddy Mills, who's just lighten it up most of the time. I mean, I love that they say, oh, he had a he had a shocker the next game or something like that. I'm like, Dude, he just, he played. <laughs> That's Paddy Bump. Mills. That's the Paddy Bump. Mills experience. If he, if he was a, if he was capable of that all, every game, he wouldn't be a bargain pickup, would he? He'd be- no, he wouldn't. He, he would be KD and Harden. Yeah. It wouldn't be, it would, would be the big three without fucking idiot. Yeah. The problem with, with Paddy has always been that he's super streaky. You know, he's, you know, he'll play games where he is ridiculous and then he'll play games where he's simply not. But the other problem is that, that um, he's not a, he's not a great defender and that means that, you know, he can get run ragged on the defensive end and that does take the edge off him mm. attacking. But if you, if you can get him the ball nice and open on the perimeter, after a while he's going to keep, I mean, he hit the first 10 shots, which is just, you know, I mean, yeah. Steph, did, Steph did that in the half, but it's not, um, they're making it look easier than what it should be because that's not easy. Um, yeah, the um, uh, news flash, breaking news, folks. The the Warriors are not going to go uh, eighty two and zero this year, oh. having dropped one to the to the Grizzlies. Um, to Jamarant, this afternoon. basically. Pretty good game. Grizzlies overtime, were first wasn't to 100, it? Yeah, I think. yeah, we think it, yeah, it went to overtime. Um, but the Grizzlies were first to one hundred. They, they only got to one hundred in overtime, which was interesting. But. Mm. Uh, I enjoy watching the Grizzlies, even though they're, they're one of Bezos' teams, and therefore I want them to lose. You know, every game they play, it, it was interesting to watch the Grizzlies play because I, I saw them. I saw them play the the Lakers the other day, but I, but I had a couple of games on at the same time, so I wasn't paying a huge amount of attention. You know, it's hard to focus. But with them playing this afternoon, I was able to f- actually focus on the way they play, and they are the baby dubs. The way they move the ball, the way you know, the whole thing just has such a. I mean, they don't have a shooter of the quality of. Um, Steph Curry, but newsflash, fucking nobody does. But just no, the way they prioritize the movement and and just that extra pass, it's it's re- it was really pretty, and it was interesting. To, it was like a real Spider Man meme of the game in the best possible way. You know, two two styles were really cool. And it's good to see Stephen Adams kind of a little feeling. Stephen like, Adams as a as a passing big man, I felt like yeah. that was a thing that he was really good at in the early days in the OKC, and they kind of. Deprioritize that in in the later years in OKC, but it was it's kind of nice to see them using that skill of his, because yeah. when that when he got traded for Valanciunas, the argument was was oh Valanciunas is much more useful on the off- offensive end, and sure Valanciunas is a better scorer, but he's nowhere near as good a passer as as Adams. And I always felt that they you know I mean he is underutilized sort of in that close range post up sort of game because he's very good at you know he doesn't miss very mm. often from two feet which. Um, you know, he gets seemed to get himself into more times, but it just they had, you know, such dominant personalities outside that it's a matter of them giving the ball to him in that position, which, you know, I imagine the call to get the ball back to the others would be would be great. Yep. And I'm sure I'd be perfectly happy with that. Uh so and- the East is uh, New York, Charlotte, Washington, Chicago all at four four and one, and Miami at three and one. 
Clutch of teams on three and two, which is Milwaukee, Cleveland. Cleveland! We haven't even talked about Cleveland. Cleveland. Do they still have a side? There's no way on, on earth that we thought Cleveland would have, would be over 500 at any <laughs> stage of this year. I, I Yeah, I, I don't even – do I have Cleveland? I don't think I do, do I? No, I, I've got I've got Cleveland. Oh, you've got Cleveland. Um, that's- you, you, you swapped it to me in exchange for me saying Ricky Rubio. Oh, that's right. It was worth it. I, I, I have no regrets. <laughs> yeah. Well, in fact, all my – all my teams, apart from Charlotte at two, are all clustered in the five, six, seven, eight, and they're all basically on three and three and one or three and Which two. Which is why you're winning by a shitload. Cleveland and Philadelphia, uh, Bezos, Atlanta, and Toronto. Toronto have been really up and down. Uh, they've got um, some good wins, and they've got absolutely tailed in some I, other games. I noticed that the Cavs have won their last three, so they were zero and two before. Yeah, they beat the, and they beat the Hawks, the Clippers, and the who's that? Pissed the Nuggets. So, I mean, you know, not shit size. They've had some really good wins. I actually watched that you know, that Clippers game. Yeah, uh, they the- were they were really good in that. They never really looked like getting beaten. They Very were low scoring in the last three. Like they blew out the first two. They lost to the yeah. Grizz and the Hornets. The yeah, but um, yeah, very low scoring. So perhaps I don't know. Is someone playing defense there, or I reckon I reckon that there might be a bit of a, a scoring depression. Based on the new rules, yeah, meaning true. that shooters can uh, can be guarded a lot closer because you don't have to give them quite as much landing space. So the, the fact that you know previously when they would do a massive flop, you know they they could flop into you. So you had to kind of have a kind of when you were guarding someone, you had to kind of guard them by kind of almost like you were leaning out over mm. the over them. Whereas now you can kind of get up in their face. So I think that is, uh, I'll be interested to see the. Um, the effect on on perimeter shooting, you know, shooting efficiency rates, but that would be my guess is that, is that the new rules have, have resulted in um, not only a reduction in those sorts of fouls, but also being able to guard these dudes a lot closer on the perimeter. And Colin Sexton looks like he's playing okay, like he's he's doing the job. Although Sexton and Garland, Sexland have been have been really good. I mean, the, the, the talk has been that they'll be looking to train one of them, but. Um, uh, I think I think it was oh, Dave DeFord who's one of the ninety-two seventy-nine over the Clippers. That's that's a lot. That's not many. It's points. Good game. They have like Chicago. They've, they've been really good on defense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Dave DeFord was sort of saying it's nice of Cleveland to uh, finally put uh, Kevin Love on a, a playoff team because uh, <laughs> they were going to trade Kevin Love to a playoff team, and and uh, it, it might just be that the playoff team he was looking for was was right there all along. And. Um- the team all, all that this I, will all fade and they'll, they'll be yes. fucking 10 games under 500 by next week. True. And the team that I couldn't take and I should have taken and I just couldn't do it, uh, proving me wrong again, the bloody Utah Jazz, who are just as Hang on, as- we, haven't fin- we haven't quite finished the East yet. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, I, I Atlanta and Toronto, Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Boston, um, under, uh, and then Orlando, Indiana and Detroit. Indiana have been really bad. Much worse than you would have thought. But um, How, how, but how been, bad do we think they were going to be, though? Did we think they were going to be bad? I felt like you you pulled them at kind of eleven or something like that. But they've they've been in every game they've played. They've just sucked. But yeah, Utah are the only undefeated team left in in either conference. Closely followed and, by and just, yeah, just the four the and one shit. Golden like State I'm Warriors. Looking at the last game, and you know Pascal at what nine? Yeah, and at nine man is you know 13, 16, 10, 14, 15, 16. There's nobody, you know, when Donovan Mitchell can have six points in a game and they still win easily, you know, Jolton Joel got his thousandth three-pointer. They were oh. only playing the Rockets, though. Who are, well, that's true. They did beat the shit out of the Rockets, but that is... Catastrophically you know, poor. I mean, although having said that, the Rockets, OKC, the Spurs and the Pelicans are all on one and four. Mm-hmm. And um, Jesus, the Spurs are bad, but the, the Pelicans... Jesus, the Pelicans should have got a win yesterday. Uh, they lost a close one to whoever they were playing, but it was somebody uh, who narrowly the beat them. I think Haw- it might have been the Hawks, Hawks actually. Yeah, 102 to yeah. 99. Yeah. And beat, who did they beat? Uh, is it Orlando on a back-to-back? No, the Timberwolves on a back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. One lost, the Timberwolves lost one, beat one, one. fucking the, the Bucks yesterday. So, I mean, the Timberwolves are 3-1, and one, which is ridiculous. Um but yeah, Utah are at the top of the league, top of the West. Golden State Warriors is second. Your Dallas Mavericks, who, who always look like 
looked like Terrible. fucking shit. And yeah. then somehow I've managed to win three games. Well, they dumped that game to the Hawks. That was the only one I watched. And they like, and they didn't just dump it. They got absolutely shit they got, on from a Yeah, they life. got absolutely poleaxed in their first game of the year. And, and they've, they've won everything since. But they haven't really been convincing. And there was something. They they played all 15 people on their, on their roster mm. the other day. And Jason Kidd said, yeah, that was an idea that came from our, our leadership group. And I thought it was a good idea. So I, I, I said we should do it. He's now the leadership group are a bunch of 20 year olds. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's Jokic, um, Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr. So that's, that's, that's what he, that's what he, he does for a leadership group. But this, this smacks of substitute teacher vibes desperately trying to, you know, sounds like my appease the, the popular kids in the classroom so that the yeah. shit doesn't hit the fan. It sounds like my undertow cricket team having a revolt that they're, the, the people in the bottom order never got a bat. So they reversed the batting order one day. True it does, story. It does feel a bit like that. Oh, wait, I thought oh, that, wait, that, was, oh, that was Don Bradman areas when he wanted no. to save his own wicket on a sticky. Yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't mention that on a sticky wicket. Uh, Myself and another good friend of ours uh, saved the match, chasing 65 runs. We took it from nine to nine for 20 to win it in the final over. But you know, not not not. I hadn't been. I've never been out at nine for 20 uh, too much in a in a cricket match. Even when I was playing up in the senior grades, I don't think I ever batted 11 before because I was definitely you know wasn't a bowler. The, how the audience loves Bezos, constant bringing of the of the focus, pulling focus back onto yeah. his own. Touch football achievements. What, I'm glad you're playing cricket. the role of Bezo yeah. pulling focus. My under twelve cricket career. Yes. No. We need, we need more of that. Highest, highest aggregate or highest average. Uh, average, of course, because I was never, never one to uh, give away my wicket cheaply. In no, fact, I it was like giving away my wicket at all. It was like pa- watching paint dry on slow mo. Look, I like a thousand frames per second. I held the record for the our cricket club's opening partnership. With another man for a very long time it was 186 runs, and we did it two weeks in a row. I both weeks I scored 33 of those 186, so um, I like to think it was an invaluable contribution, and we still won. Consistency so is the game. That's right. Mind you, you no 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 match for my fearsome induckers with the half taped up tennis ball no. after six beers on I Boxing think, Day. I, I think on one of those days, I actually got out to an eight year old who, who who got me out of LBW because the ball barely bounced off the ground and I couldn't. I don't reach think it. you did LBW. Oh no, I <laughs> mean in the, I mean in the actual in the actual game of one hundred eighty six. Oh, okay. I lost my wicket to an eight year old kid who yeah couldn't um, I, I couldn't actually say, reach we- the ball. It was so low to the ground. We didn't tend to play LBW in front of the wheelie bin with the no, top back tennis ball. No, it would, have, it would have been all over, even quicker no. than quicker than normal. And really, the, half the idea of one hand, one you know, one hand, one beer, one bounce cricket is to get out as soon as you can because that way you can drink more. Well, beer. or try and lose the t- lose the ball and give people a lot of work of in trying to tape up. Finding it in a lantana. Yes, anyway, this this has gotten off track very quickly. Minnesota and Memphis, uh, three, uh, four, and five, and we've talked a little bit about about Memphis. Sacramento, who have given me so much joy, the Dirty Kangs, the two and two, but God, those two wins were fun. Uh, One of them was- They they look like they're- yeah, they might be a five hundred team. They're Maybe. entirely, they're entirely competent. One of those was was a, a last minute three pointer buzzer beater against Bezos' sons, which is another reason why he's not on the podcast. And try, he's trying to throw himself off a boat somewhere off the coast of yeah. Where the sun? One and three for the Suns, not good. Seven is um the Portland Trailblazers. <coughs> oh, yeah, thank you. That my, my Portland Trailblazers. Not yours. Yeah, they won. They won yesterday in a game that was on the television. Uh, Denver are only eighth. Um, Jokic left a game with a bit of a, a bit of a knock the other day. Um, I think it was a game against Utah actually that they lost. It, he was absolutely carving shit out of Rudy Gobert until he went out injured, and then Utah ran away with that one. The Lakers are ninth, and they're the first team below five hundred. I don't throw. think it's the end of the world there, but um, no, no, look, they'll it's, be right. They, they've got they've got a lot of sides they beat the shit out of, and especially when LeBron gets back. This it yeah. reminds me a bit of, of of it was like one or two of those um, Cavs years where they started really slow, like they were five hundred for <laughs> like ten or twenty games, and that and they obviously eventually made the. Unfortunately made the for finals. me, they don't look like a side that's going to come second in the West. Though they look like a side that might. Pool six or seven, maybe at the moment. Well, the problem like, is that I, I, if this Golden State run is sustainable, then they're going to be up there. Yeah. If the Mavs keep pulling out games, you know, keep deal, dealing with the rubbish, they, they, they'll they'll be up there. 
Um, so you could see them struggling to finish fourth. Yeah, no. They are, on current look and even with LeBron, I don't think they finish that high. I think there's there's just yeah. better, like you said there's just better sides around and yeah. and even sides like the Blazers you know if Dame or CJ's been pretty good as well like if they actually CJ's been good but Dame's been awful I mean the, the yeah, first good game pretty, he played was was yesterday I think but that's not gonna that's not gonna last you wouldn't think like it's just you know not no not necessarily but um yeah I mean I hope it goes awfully N- not 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 for Dame but just just so that Chauncey Billups gets fired and Yolkshay yeah. gets fired. Yeah. Phoenix are 10th, and they're 1-3, and three, and they really feel like they've got, I don't know, a, a finals hangover, a bit like that Miami team from the year before. And and they only wins over – the, they beat the Blazers and they beat the Lakers. That's it. Lost – absolutely got hammered. No, they've only had one win, so yeah. – What am I looking at here? It says they're having – they got hammered by the Blazers. That's that. I mean, 134 to 105, that's a bit nasty, isn't it? Yeah, they, they ran away from them. Uh, Clippers are 11th. They don't look... I mean, I kind of thought they'd be better, even though they've only got Paul George and, you know... And he's uh, trying hard, but I mean... He's, yeah, he's yeah, he's, old, he's doing you know. what he can, but... Um, I think the point that we raised in, in the, the draft show, that a lot of Clippers' wins depended on people like Lou Williams getting a bucket of points off the bench and Pat Beverly getting a bucket of points off the bench, and um, and that shit's not there anymore. No. Pat Beverly's off... Uh, Trying to teach the the kids of Minnesota how to be a grown up, um, <laughs> or just push them over at the, in the end anyway. Yeah, there is that. It's Minnesota. Where's Pat? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Who gives a fuck where Pat Beverly is? Yeah. Uh, and then there's those four teams on on one and four. So uh, yes, yeah, the basketball. It's interesting. There's lots of stuff happening. It is. It's a, it's the start of a, of a of an interesting year that will probably end up with the Bucks playing. The Golden State Warriors. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, and and the most important part, of course, is the uh, the wins pool. Uh, I've, I'm 28 and 19. Bezo is 22 and 25, and Adam is 20 and 26. So, uh, so I'll get my cash the- ready already. I'll put it aside. I'll pay out early, as they say, as the bookies say. You never know. You never know. Um, no, the Nets, the Nets, and the Lakers make a run, and you'll be. Uh, uh, right back up in the, in the, the fun bulls. times. I want the Bulls to. I think. I think of my team this year. I They're think all- the Bulls are probably going to go more. Uh, I feel like that you're going to see some short term, uh, short term pain for them. Maybe they, I think they might be my like sit third or fourth in the East, and that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, cricket um, South Africa's least favourite band is De Cockney Rebel. Oh, ow. He's he, all is forgiven. Come back, Eileen. I mean, come, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, it's really hard to judge what you I mean. What is and isn't fair to do uh, in a country like South Africa, where they've had a long history of of very publicly dealing with this it, sort it, of stuff. It's a very much a lived experience, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not the only country with a a racist colonial history. I mean, you and I currently sit in two of them, but mm-hmm. it's the only one where the people who were wronged actually got power and were able to do something systematically about it uh, to try and right the wrongs, you know, truth and reconciliation commissions and things like that. And that's, you know, I could see why, um, why if making a, you know, obliging people to make a statement on behalf of the team, mm. um, you can see why that might be problematic, but you can also see why that might be necessary in a country like South Africa. Yeah, and it's a, it's a bit. And also, what about all the statements that that a dude is forced to make on behalf of I don't know the sponsor on your fucking shirt? You yeah, know, full credit to like, the boys. You know, we all gave one hundred and ten percent except for that fuckwit that plays on the wing. He's a dickhead, and I wish he wish we'd replace him. Or you know. We were just too good on the night. Well, yeah. I guarantee not not every 80s and 90s footballer was that keen on Winfield Durries, but they all seem to have to fucking turn out for them. Yeah. I, I mean, it is, it is difficult and it kind of yeah, – I you- did actually – there was a bit of the 82 rugby league grand final on the highlights on, on one oh. of the channels, and it was like all the ads, on all the hoardings were Durries, Pies, Beer, King G, and I <laughs> thought this is the most 1982 shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it's it's you just you can't. I mean, we we don't have the you know, again. It's that sort of thing is you can't criticize a person until you've walked in their shoes, I guess, or until you've shed in their shoes if you're Julian now. That's right. Yeah, but it, it's just one of those things that people we didn't handle well. South Africa didn't handle it well at all. Uh, I think he's handled the comeback 
pretty well. Like, I think it made sense what he said. Like, there was no, if I have offended anybody, clauses in his apologies and all that sort of stuff. It was pretty much like, no, I'll own that. It was, you know, I've had a chat about it. I've thought about it. It's, you know, I, I understand what's going on. So, I guess that's all you can ask of people, really. You know, if you can't let them change their mind and be contrite about something, then what's the point of trying to change people's minds, you know? Yeah, at all, because yeah. I guess at the you end of the day, that's what become, they're trying to do. That's what it's, yeah. it's an awareness thing. And because someone I was watching something the other day said, that, is it because it's such a trite kind of thing to do? And then they said, but that's the power of it, is it is such a, you know, a mind-blowingly simple thing to do that yet resonates. So, well, yeah. as to whether you should be forced to do it, well, I mean, decency would say yes, but... Well, well if you're representing a country and the country says... That yeah. this is really important for us to do because it's, of everything that we've been through. It's like Israel and the gays, really, isn't it? Like it's just like he, he, he. You know, do we well, want him? This, Israel, uh, yeah, well, that's right. the problems there. <laughs> yes. I don't feel like getting cancelled today, but no. oh, there's a country that, that the creation of which has caused some issues, hasn't it? Um, Who would have thought it would? You know, Who would have thought they're just sort of cl- clearing a space in in uh, in the West Bank and saying, right, everybody, you guys go there. That's yours now. It's like that, like and that it- bit of the the Simpsons movie, which I'm I'm get abused for quoting, but I quite like it. Yeah, and when they going to basically nuke Springfield, and like on your right, coming up is nothing. I'm like, oh, cool, okay, <laughs> nothing there. We'll just chuck a country there. Oh wait, what? Someone lived there? <laughs> really? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I mean, well, uh, welcome appar- back to this week in geopolitics. Uh, with, apparently, uh, there was with- been some cricket played too, and my favourite moment of the week came at the almost came at the expense of Davy Dum Dum, who, who, uh, uh, you know. If you breathlessly refound form, if you read, if when I read uh, all the stories, but then when you actually realise he got dropped on eighteen, and when I say dropped, I don't know if you saw it. It was such a simple catch that um, Illingworth's hand was actually three quarters of the way to up before the keeper dropped it, and then he went oh, and kind of did one of those round arm scratch my nose kind of motions. Then it's like no, 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 I didn't, I didn't give him out. He had given him out pretty much before the ball had got to the keeper. Yeah. It was such a dolly. Um, and yeah, and then he you know, edged a couple through slips and managed to hit a couple in the middle and ended up with sixty odd or eighty odd or something. So Davey's back, yeah. In, yeah, Davey's back in form. I'm like, well, you got out, Miss Tommy. Yeah, under the not, not the good thing um, is. I mean, that who wants to see Davey back in form? He's a turd. No, not not well. Yes and no. Like if he's what we've got, then he's, okay. he's a turd. But he's he's our slash your turd. He's our turd. That's right. And there's an Ashes coming up, and I want to beat the shit out of the Poms and. I, given the fact that the encouraging thing they is- They don't want to be there. I think they're going to phone this one. Even when they wanted to be there, they got beaten 5-0 and 4-0. You know, this is yeah, not going I, to be good for them. Going, Although I, they have managed to- they, They've obviously put out the Ben Stokes bat signal. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but I still, even with him, I just think they're going to- Somebody needs him. punching outside a pub. We well, can't punch because he's got a dodgy hand, doesn't he? He's got a, maybe it's a cruddy <laughs> kick or maybe he'll just bring the bat along and bludgeon them to death with it. Who knows? He's an all-rounder. He could do both. Um, but yeah, I, I think they'll get the shit kicked um, out of them. And I don't know. I mean, fantastic. Australia's uh, not the team it was. No, but they've still got they've still got Hazelwood. They've still got Hazelwood's Cummins. not been good recently, although oh no, he's been pro- excellent in the IPL. The problem is, it's hard to judge him in. in t- oh, but he's no, he's been really. He he will be fine for. He just he, he looks in good. Stark looked really good today, and I know that's in short bursts and all that sort of stuff. But maybe. You know, maybe uh, even even Hazelwood and Cummins and Lyon will be enough to get rid of the Poms. It was, it's always been enough. It will be enough again. It won't be enough to silence all of the people from other states who go, Oh, the New South Welshman who gets picked for Australia. I don't like well, it. We have, we have five times the number of people that everybody else does. So by, by that yes. right, we should and have five times the, num- the number of COVID cooties. Apart That's from right. The we should have 10 people in the side and everybody else should have two. That's how it works, isn't it? Pretty much. One. So Australia yeah. are, are basically two fairly comfortable wins, and they're two nil up in the two twelves. They are two nil down uh, on having the shittiest haircuts in the entire league. What's Adam Zampa going for this time? I haven't. What the fuck is Adam Zampa doing? Yeah. What's What's he going with this? Time? What the fuck is Glenn Maxwell doing? Not um, scoring any runs at the moment, unfortunately. But uh, I'm sure there'll be one monumental clusterfuck of an innings coming shortly. Um, it's, it's, and then we do play the Poms next, which is always a really dangerous game because they're just, they are good at one day as they've pretty much aimed their entire, you know, 
cricket cricketing thing to the short format. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they drew that World Cup, so they've they've certainly got got a bit of a recent history. In it. I'm, I'm down for the Pakistanis playing well and just sticking their middle finger up to the yeah at, at, at the world. Yeah, they, they're really good, eh? They they beat the sh- they beat the shit out of India. They got ten wicket win on India, and then they they turned around next day and beat beat New Zealand. And New Zealand doesn't look like they're gonna get out of the unless New Zealand beats in- India. I think they're getting out of that group. How many get out of the group? Is it three or two? It's only two. I think it's it's straight into semi-finals. Yeah, that's tough. Like it's you know, I mean, but it should be tough. It's short form, you know. It should, yeah, well, should be true. But it's it's such a. I mean, twenty twenty is such a lottery anyway, and the fact that you know. The, the side who I would have said always seems to come up and surprise everybody, the West Indies are playing like absolute dog shit. At the oh, they fucking suck. Yeah. They're really bad. They don't. They do not give a shit. I mean, I think it might be just one tournament too many. Chris yeah. Gale just looks like Las Vegas Elvis. I didn't even know he was playing. Well, apparently, um, what Carlos Braithwaite's not even playing. You know, remember the name, remember the player. Like, he's not even there. Yeah, but uh, some yeah, of their older stars really look like, you know, they've been, on, they've been in far too many... Comfortable IPL, paddocks, and they just—they st- really have that fucking Vegas Elvis look to them. Yeah, just I've got fat, every time. jumpsuit, staggering yeah. around, slightly addled. Even when they're out for the BBL, I kind of watch them and go, you know, they hit a big six every now and then, and, and but then they just get out so sloppily. I just think, if I was Bezo and I was your coach, I'd be really pissed off right about now. Like, just they wouldn't let somebody like Bezo be the coach because you never put somebody in charge who thinks they've got any authority. Yeah, well, I wonder how long Justin Langer's got. It's a bit like trying to be the coach of Manchester United. You know, you're not there <laughs> to actually do anything other than fluff Ronaldo's ego. But they still want to get. And rid it's of been him. hilarious watching United disappear up their own ass because their marketing yeah. department insisted on signing a washed striker who doesn't, who is less use use off the ball than Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and it, it's actually you, you can see in the numbers analytically how it's completely fucked the way they play because they have this absolute passenger whenever they don't have the ball, and it absolutely fucking completely distorts their structure and they, they just get cooked over and over again. And uh, Ole going to need to sign up for a new job is uh, is going to pay the price. I mean, they are seventh, which isn't great, but it's not disaster areas either. It's not like I see Leeds are just sitting yeah. just above relegation. Losing 5-0 at home to yeah. Liverpool, though, that's probably going to be a mission-critical system. For I mean, Liverpool are plus 21 at the moment. But, you know, Liverpool but, and, and City are, are playing a different league. And Chelsea's uh, even higher, apparently, by the looks of it. Just they are, but they're not They're not playing very good football. It's kind of weird. They, their numbers are... They've scored um, 23 goals and had three scored against them. That's, yes. that's pretty impressive that, defence. That's that's why Chelsea are good. They have been ducks ass tight. They they don't they don't score a lot. Well, they, they scored seven against Norwich. But if you take those out, if you take out you know, you know being the shit out of teams that shouldn't shouldn't probably be in the in the league, uh, they haven't scored a lot of goals, but they've conceded fuck yeah. all of them now. They're lucky your mob is scoring lots of goals because they they're leaking a few as well, Six, sixteen and ten, but. So- yeah, West Ham are doing really well. We're fourth and uh, unbeaten, uh, won every game in Europa as well, and just knocked uh, City out of the League Cup, which is the comp that Le- um, Man City haven't lost the League Cup in about five years. They've been the winner over the last four years running. So and Arsenal are um, Arsenal at intense. Arsenal are horrific. Arsenal are a bit of a clown show. They just don't know who they want to be. They've, they've been they're sort of continuing the same wallowing in confused mediocrity that they were ever since they'll said the last three or f- three to five years of the Wenger regime. And they're still there. They still don't mm. know who the fuck they are. And part of the problem is that their American owners don't give a fuck as long as the club turns a profit. Yeah. So that they're not actually paying a lot of attention. They're also the owners of um, the Rams. The LA Rams are owned by the same people as, as Arsenal. And the Nuggets are owned by those people as well. So all kinds of weird teams are owned by the same. And the same no groups. wonder Chelsea beat Norwich City 7-0. 7-0, yep. Yeah. And that looked really good until Man, City, Man United got beaten 5-0 by Liverpool. They're like, oh, that's an actual good team. That's yeah. 5-0, ouch. That would hurt, wouldn't it? And it was pretty much 5-13 and Salah hat-trick for Mo. Mo. Mo money, more problems. 4-0 by half-time. I wonder why they even turned up in the second half. Yeah, they they kicked the clutch in. Uh, they barely even tried in the second half, and yet still, Man, Man United didn't look didn't lay a glove on them. Uh, subsequently, uh, so they'll they'll probably be looking for. They they haven't sacked uh, Ole at this stage, but it doesn't look good. What do they sack? What do they send Paul Pogba off for? That's a bit. Uh... Oh, massive over the ball studs up challenge. Nice. He came on as a sub. 
faffed around and got himself sent off. So it was kind of this doesn't and it's kind of a it's kind of a microcosm of the Paul Pogba experience this time that he's come back to Man City. He's he's just it's nothing works. It, he's always either out of position or it, it, you just can't string it together. Mm. If Antonio Conte comes in as the manager, if if they do sack Ole and they they bring in Conte, that might work because Conte, I think, um, managed Pogba at Juventus, and Pogba's best years were when he was playing at Juventus uh, in a midfield three with, I want to say, Dybala and fucking uh, Vidal, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, he um, it might be Pirlo and Vidal. Um, I think it was Pirlo and Vidal, but uh, but but Conte got um quite a bit out of them in in that period. So it's entirely possible that that um that Pogba's going to be a better better footballer if Conte is there. But then again, he might just proceed, you know, continue to achieve fuck all of nothing, which seems to be the Paul Pogba's, Pogba story when he's he's not not in a France shirt. Yeah. But in terms of people who have have actually been fired, Ronald Koeman, more like Ronald Boo Man. More like Ronald. Bye, man. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of our La Liga coverage. <laughs> that's La Liga. What's La Liga again? Uh, anyway, because it's very Espanol. much there's no real Australian sport at the moment, which is you know not a problem. But well, uh, there's like four consecutive weeks of V8 supercars because <laughs> they they're contractually obligated to finish uh, a season that has a certain number of rounds in it. So they've just basically decided to back to back. Just do four back-to-back weekends at Sydney Motorsport Park at Eastern Creek, and then take a week off, and then do, then do Bathurst, and then like that way they can fulfil all the TV contracts. Yeah, I'm going to watch the last 20 minutes of Bathurst, and that will constitute my viewing for the year again. Well, just- yeah, I was just watching. I was just watching second practice. Oh. <laughs> Not even a race or qualifying. Just watching second practice because it's been like 15 weeks since uh, the V8s went I around. I find myself so. watching a little bit more F1 these days, and I'm not sure why. Because it's been a well, it's been a really good year. That's probably why it's been it's been the first year in a in a long time. Well, there's been years recently. There were, there were a couple of the Ferrari uh, Mercedes years where Vettel was going for the title against Lewis, where there was race wheel to wheel racing, although it petered out towards the end of the year. But this is. And Lewis genuinely has his hands full this year. He mm. he will struggle to yeah, beat can't see to him. beat Max. Yeah, and and you know, when he thought he might have, Max just ran him over in a car, which was nice. Um, <laughs> Something I, to do. I watched I watched two races pretty much in full. I watched that one where Daniel Ricciardo. I can't roll my eyes. Um, the guy who I saw again on television promoting something. I just thought that guy has way too much money to be doing ads like this. Um, but he sounds like the kind of guy who should be in that ad, and I can't even remember what he was advertising. I but. don't think this is an ad that translates. But he's, he's sponsored by somebody locally. Is it Optus? Yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah, I think he is. It wasn't even he's an sponsored Optus. by. I oh, know I've seen Optus logos on his helmet, and it was, it was in past years he said carsales.com. Yeah, I saw this ad. It was only so it was tonight. I saw it. And I just went, man, that guy's got way too much money to be doing ads like this. But he sounded perfect for the role, so he was perfect this for the role. This is how he got that money. Yeah. Um, so you know, next, you know, him and Stoinis are old mates. Oh right. Um, he looks like because they're the, about the same age and they're both WA kids. So uh, there you go. And the other one I watched was when uh, old mate didn't go in on the tires, told his pit crew to get fucked, and oh yeah, to regret, regret it. Yeah. And so you picked two pretty good years, pretty good races to watch. Yeah. And, and I, pretty races where McLaren either should have won or did win. So it was. Um, I looked and I thought, oh, you know, when they went into the tyres, I thought, oh, geez, Lewis is down by 27 seconds with three laps to go. Is he going to be able to do? Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Shit! Like you just don't, I don't, you just can't understand how much grip they lose on the wrong set of tyres. Like how much, it, like the, the, yeah. That well, I think the thing is that it just got to a point where, where not only did the water in that particular race in the last laps of the the Russian Grand Prix where it started to rain really hard, and the the worn intermediates. Have so little tread depth that not only do they start to aquaplane, but they lose all the temperature, which is the only reason that a that a, a slick type tire will grip the track. So and, and they uh, really grip like it's a, you watch them at the start of the race and when they're warm, and it's just like they're glued to the track sometimes. Yeah, like how they, well, they they go around. They are. I mean, effectively, yeah. it's like a chemical glue. It's like a. It's basically a, it's it becomes almost like a chemical off. reaction when it's just surface to surface. But it's at two hundred kilometers an hour, and you just go yeah, shit, like. They, 
I used to watch some of those low-level cams of those guys going around that place, and it is real, you know, mango-sized balls. The, some of those tracks, it's incredible how fast it is. Like I just, you just could not appreciate how fast those cars go, and how, yeah, how on edge they are. But yep. And if Australia doesn't get its fucking border shit sorted out, it probably won't ever see them again. Yeah. Something positive to look forward to. Oh, Albert Park thing. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they'll do with Albert Park thing because it is a dive without all that down there. It's just a well, very Melbourne. old. Yeah. Well, then, no, they must save Albert Park. Remember to save Albert Park, people? They need to save this terrible man-made wastewater dump with a concrete base. All I remember it was the base of- <laughs> Save the natural beauty of this, this fucking It was fountain. the home base during the Commonwealth Games of the squash, the- table tennis and the swimming um i hope they went swimming in the albert park that it all uh, end up with just, fucking by the end of six days comedian. of swimming and thorpey doing his pre-rehearsed um celebrations i'd seen enough swimming for my lifetime just i just, I, I, yeah. I must have seen it, it, i've seen i saw enough swimming for my lifetime as of the 96 olympics yeah thorpe hackett thorpe hackett no i think that was a bit yeah. Early, yeah. watching actual full 1500 meter races that was enough for me yeah, Australia haven't gone off the boil on that. You know, it came up in the in the in the Tokyo Olympics and was like, "Well, here's the men's fifteen hundred meter race. We don't have anybody in this race, so fuck those guys. Let's go to the archery." Which Are they firing the, the arrows at the fifteen hundred meters for yeah. to make him go faster? That would that would have worked, I think. Fuck. Actually, I enjoyed the Tokyo Olympics because I only watched the sports that I wanted to watch, and it was easy to find them. Mm. Like, so I just was- watched the cycling and the football. Everybody was always like, "Oh, the app is this that." The app was fantastic. You want to go and watch, you know, you know, whatever, yeah, beach yeah. volleyball or whatever. Chuck it on your phone, Chromecast it on the television, done. Like, where? Well, else- I mean. Th- Version we had had actually had a desktop version, and the desktop yeah. actually worked better than, better than the the app. So you just went through, and you could you could stream multiple things at once too, if you wanted to. Yeah, like I, I had, would, I had like multiple basketball games, or I had multiple football games up. So it was a know, fun was, basketball really tournament. Apart from Delhi, I'll never forgive them for for Delhi. Well, yeah. you, you got to have something that brings you back to the pack. Yeah, that's why we were only aiming for bronze after all. You don't want to get too ambitious. Yep. Just wanted to just incremental improvement, bit Kaizen, you know, step by step, Bro- stepwise improvement. Next Brown- year, ne- next Olympics, going for the silver. Brown down, that's right. Yes. Well, this is the uh, the perpetual bronze medalist of 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 podcasts, and and we've come to the end for another week. This was the Bulls podcast. Uh, I've been uh, your host. Uh, Dr. Yobo, and we're joined by Adam H. Photo this week because we always do the introductions at the end of the podcast, like a episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus that has the credits at the end. Hi. Uh, credits at the start and the uh, opening titles at the end. Why not? It's good night for me. And, and good uh, night for them. Yes. Good night. Gary has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. <laughs> Still doesn't know. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get edit that together and make it make sense. What I can't edit together is an empty beer. <laughs>